Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke. Happy Tuesday to all of you. Um, so how are you feeling after last night's game? Quite frankly, for the state of New York, and this is kind of what the episode title will be affectionately called, An Empire State of Shock. In both ways. One, for Aaron Rodgers... Turns out to torn Achilles out for the year. Bye bye. Is it the end of an era? Uh, yes, kind of. You know, it's bittersweet for me because I told you guys in the summer that the Jets weren't going to be anything. If at best they would be twelve and five. Well, due to the Aaron Rodgers injury, uh, you're back to where you started, Jets fans. So you can tell me J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 and yes, you won a game. But that is partly because of your defense. Which, I'll admit, I totally underestimated again. That Jets Jets defense is legit. It can help you win some games. The Jets are in the same situation now that the Bucs were at the start of the season. Can Zach Wilson not turn the ball over? Last night, he didn't. Josh Allen turned it over three times. If Zach Wilson can just be decent and Brees Hall returns to what he was at the start of his rookie year, then fine, Jets fans. You're still okay. Will you win the Super Bowl now? No. So all that hype is gone. That's one side of this empire state of shock. The others, the other team in New York, you know, the actual only football team in New York, not the other two, the other two playing New Jersey. I don't even know why they have the New York label on it. They don't even play in the city anymore. But the actual team that plays in the state of New York, I know it's week one, but when you get three interceptions from Josh Allen, all three, by the way, go to Jordan Whitehead, who, when he played in Tampa, never had that type of game. Never, ever, ever had that type of game. Yet somehow Josh Allen threw it to him like he was Stephon Diggs, who ended up having one of the touchdowns, by the way. And the only touchdown the Bills got in the game last night. Is it time to slow down the brakes on the Bills? No. That Jets defense is legit. I don't see the Bills playing any other top defense in the AFC. They're going to have Kansas City. They're going to have Cincinnati. They're going to have Jacksonville. And all those defenses, the only three that scare me is Jacksonville. I don't I don't see the Patriots doing it. Yes, their defense is solid. They held Jalen Hurts down. But remember, it's week one. Basically, the average score... The only team that scored more than 20, there were only two, I believe, the Niners and the Cowboys. Those were the only two teams that scored at least more than 20 points in a game, or at least more than 25. So, okay, week one is always the week, and the NFL's turning into that way. College always is that way. That's why I've been sour with college football, because... 
you have these big schools that are going in undefeated, and I'm going to spend a lot of time on the college football storyline today, but I just wanted to wrap up the Monday night stuff. But going to college football for a second, the NFL's turning into what college football is, except you don't have Portland states. You don't have Middle Tennessee states. But as soon as these dudes quit playing preseason and they keep getting hurt and just random hits all over the place, yeah, eventually the NFL is going to end up like college and week one will either be like a USFL score this season. Look back at the USFL stuff or even the XFL one. They did that early in June. Look at all those scores. None of those teams scored at least 30 or 40 points throughout either one of those league seasons. You can always look back. I know that because I did watch a little bit of both. It's not pretty. Either way. Sorry, I had to look at my phone for a second. But either way, I'm still, I'm still high on Buffalo winning the AFC East. And if, if there's any team that can do it, at least compete with Buffalo, it's the Jets. I don't see the Patriots. And the Dolphins are only as good as as Tua it. The Dolphins are as good. Slow down, Austin. You can speak better than this. The Dolphins are only as good as Tua Tungavailoa is healthy. In other words, as long as Tua doesn't get bopped in the head, the Dolphins will be one of the best teams in the AFC until the defenses catch up to Tua again like they did later on in the year. And then once he got popped in the head a couple more times, then yeah, Tua was not the same quarterback. And that's how the AFC East will look. And you saw that on Monday night. It's going to be probably the ugliest division. Yes, you're going to have two teams with winning records. But what you saw last night, that's probably how it's going to look for most of those Jet games. And maybe even the Bills games. Because I'm still worried about that offense. No running game to help Josh Allen. And in reality... Not a lot of help outside of Stephon Diggs either. So, <laughs> still has yet to, be re- yet to be remained seen, but here we go into week two. Speaking of week two, let's wrap up the college football week two, get you guys ready for week three, and then I'll give you the baseball picks. You know what? I'll save the best part for last. Let's do the baseball picks first. Yes, there were there are doubleheaders today. In fact, I saw game one of the Red Sox-Yankees, the final series of the season between both teams. And the Yankees finally won a game against the Red Sox. They hear the second win of the season against the Red Sox. It took an RBI single by Glaber Torres to get a 3-2 lead in game one. And believe it or not... They're within a game of Boston. They're seven and a half back at the playoffs with 18 to go. Something here. I'm, I'm, I know it's a very small glimmer of hope. They're not going to win the AL East. That was official this week. Or actually, that was official as of last night, thanks to Baltimore's win over St. Louis. But just saying, they may not win the AL East. But there is a very slim chance 
that the Yankees could sneak their way into the playoffs, albeit a very slim chance, but hold out hope. Anyway, here are the games again, only the playoff implications. We are into September, so let's go ahead, do these rapid fire, give you the picks, give you the score if need be. Uh, let's see. Of the games that are going on right now, the White Sox are beating the Royals 6-1. to This is game one of a doubleheader in the final series between those two teams, which was supposed to start last night, but due to weather was postponed. So that's why it's a doubleheader today. Otherwise, Orioles and Cardinals, that's game one, take the Orioles at home 4-1. to Game two, we have to go to the border. Go take Toronto at home over the Rangers. To get the tiebreaker, the Blue Jays need to sweep, need to finish out this series. They need to win three out of four now against the Rangers. After the Rangers won 10-4 last night, the Rangers literally are one win away from clinching the tiebreaker over the Blue Jays. So that's kind of important. Take the Blue Jays over the Rangers Score 4-2 to two there. Let's check out the pitching matchup in that. Okay, it's Scherzer against Ryu. Uh, rule of thumb for my baseball picks. Um, always go with the guy with the lower ERA. It may not mean a lot in the regular season, but trust me, in the postseason, in late October, in postseason matchups, I know the regular season ERA may not mean much, but with a 162-game sample, it does mean something. So for the playoffs, go with the guy with the lower ERA. That is the theory I use to usually pick these games, especially in the playoffs. So if you're just catching on to this show for October, if you're catching on to this show by then, just remember, go with the guy with the lower ERA. In this case, I'll go with Ryu. It's going to be a short one. Let's see, 265 to Scherzer's 391. Go with the Blue Jays with a score. Hopefully the defense does a lot better than the last time Ryu took the hill for the Blue Jays. I'll go with the Blue Jays 2-1. to one. Keep it under wraps, 2-1. You know, ERA with Scherzer, he was with the Mets for half the season. So maybe oh, some of that's a little inflated, but take the Blue Jays over the Rangers. And then game number three, we go down or we go up to the Pacific Northwest, the Mariners and the Angels. Hopefully this time around, you know, Shohei Otani was, has been out for eight games due to an oblique strain. Hopefully he'll be in the lineup this weekend, but, or hopefully he'll be in the lineup tonight. Hopefully. Uh, but that's... Not why I want this game chosen. It's because the Mariners are in the playoff hunt. They are two and a half back in the AL West race for that division. But I do think Houston's going to hold out for the rest of this month. So just be aware, Houston fans. I've been on your side this whole time. It just took you guys a while to catch up. And once you got Verlander in the trade dead, at the trade deadline, I knew that was a wrap. So Astros fans... You're welcome. But for the Mariners, they got to lock up that five seed in the AL wildcard race. I think they'll do that with the win tonight or at least get close. So anyway, here are the final picks. Again, 
take the Orioles at home. Where are we? Yeah, take the Orioles at home, 3-1. Take the Blue Jays at home, 3-1. And take, or 2-1 rather. And then take the Mariners at home, 4-2. I know Sandoval's on the hill for the Halos, but it won't mean a much. So, go 4-2 Mariners over the Angels for tonight. So those are your picks. Orioles, Angels, and Blue Jays. All the home teams. One team's going to score four, and that will be the Mariners. Otherwise, everybody else is either 2-1 or 3-1. Those are your picks tonight for all my baseball fans, and I'll update you on the playoff picture as we get closer to, or really, I'll update you on the playoff picture as the weekend's approach or the weekend approach. I have a big announcement for uh, late September and early October for the show. I'll let you guys know what's happening in that stretch next week, but that's next week. But in the meantime, let's go ahead and get you guys for what you came here for if you're a college football fan. It's College Football Tuesday. It's back to that and the return of you got to be kidding me. Now, I didn't put it in the first part of the show with the Aaron Rodgers situation and my take on him tearing his Achilles and the Jets. And then the Jets ended up winning when I took the Bills because I thought Zach Wilson would be god-awful. And for most of it, he was. It took a punt return and an unbelievable catch by Garrett Wilson for the Jets to even win that game and the defense causing three turnovers. But the Jets won that game purely because of their defense. And once that punt return happened, it's like, you've got to be kidding me. So yes, I didn't meant I didn't say those words with the beginning of the show, but that's the first part. This second part is where we're going to here with college football. And we're going to start. Let me open up the app and then we'll get going. Of course, I'm not going to touch Colorado in this one. I did, you got to be kidding me, with Colorado last week. I did expect them to beat Nebraska. Good for the blowout. It happened late in the second half. They got their rhythm. I'm not shocked by that. But when we get to... These other ones, hold on, let's get to the rankings first and then I'll preview the matchups inside the top 25. Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, I don't know how, how, why Florida State is <coughs> the number three team in the country. It's not, they're not, I mean, outside of the LSU win, what exactly, I mean, I'm taking a look now because, okay, you beat, you beat Southern Miss 66-13. And then you had the LSU win, but are you really the fourth best team in the country? Or is it because Clemson is no longer the top dog in the ACC right now? That isn't really, you got to be kidding me moment, but it does make you think a little bit. Texas at four. Now, I previewed this yesterday on Monday. I previewed this in yesterday's episode. But Texas and Alabama are linked in the you got to be kidding me segment. Alabama, if you downloaded the college football preview show, you saw that I had Alabama's one 
Actually, as my national championship pick, I was going to have Georgia, Ohio State, and Utah in my playoffs, and then it was Alabama and Georgia in the final, and Alabama would find a way to win. But the biggest red flag, and it's going to be that way all year long, because I do think they're going to beat South Florida this weekend. I do think they'll beat Mississippi State. I know Mississippi State is undefeated, but let's be real. Mississippi State took a cupcake in week one, and then they beat an Arizona team where, let's be real. I know the Pac-12 looks good, but when the national media is saying, oh, the Pac-12's got the best quarterback uh, conference in the country, well, okay, that means you have to factor in every team. Arizona, Arizona State. Both teams lost, by the way. Arizona, I know, had to go to Starkville, but still, that that's Arizona. I don't buy into Jetfish. I'm sorry, I never did. I'm sorry to all of you guys in Tucson, but uh-uh. Don't buy it. Now, if this was basketball, that'd be a different story, but Arizona, no. Same with Arizona State. You were at home against Oklahoma State, and you supposedly were the best... You were part of that undefeated Pac-12 heading into week two, and you couldn't beat Oklahoma State at home? Please. So, pump the brakes on the Pac-12 being the best conference in the country. They, You still have Washington State and Arizona State and Arizona that I still don't, I just don't buy. I'm, I know Washington State got that big, huge win at home against Wisconsin, but there's still a long way to go. There's really only four teams you got to watch out for in the conference, and really a fifth one if you count Washington. Utah, USC, UCLA, and Oregon, and if you want to add a fifth one, go for Washington. Colorado, after two games, has probably moved up to six, but there's really only five teams you need to watch going forward. Uh, let's get back into the rankings a little bit. <clears throat> but anyway, with the you got to be kidding me thing, Texas, congratulations. You've now won a top 10 matchup again. You need to do it more consistently. I still need to see what you do against Oklahoma, but, man, you got to be kidding me, Alabama. If you lose to Mississippi State, LSU, or Auburn, then basically your national title hopes are shot. So please don't. That's all I'm saying with the you got to be kidding me segment with Alabama. USC at 5, Ohio State at 6, Penn State at 7. Big matchup against Illinois in Champaign. Not really. Penn State should take care of business. Uh, Washington, huge matchup with the Mel Tucker-less Michigan State Spartans. Take the Huskies there. Notre Dame at 9. Bama, even with the loss, they're still 10th in the AP poll. Expect them probably be to get to 6 by the playoff ranking, and the, and the playoff committee will find a way to sneak Alabama into that top 6 when the first playoff ranking comes out. So, as much as I say you got to be kidding me, Alabama still does have a chance to recover. Tennessee at 11, Houston at 12, Oregon at 13, LSU at 14, Kansas State at 15, 
Oregon State 16, Ole Miss 17, Colorado 18. OU at 19, Oklahoma or overrated university as I affectionately call it. North Carolina at 20, Duke at 21, Miami at 22. Two Pac-12 schools with Wazoo and UCLA. And 25 is Iowa. So those are your top 25 rankings. Let's just go ahead and preview the top 25 matchups and then I will be out of here. One top 25 matchup, it shouldn't even be this close. Miami against Bethune and HBCU school. Miami, oh, the line isn't even out yet for that one. Florida State, Boston College, and Chestnut Hill go with the Seminoles to hold on there. Again, Penn State going to Champaign to take on the Illini. Go with the Nittany Lions there. LSU or Mississippi State. Uh, Mississippi State's a 2-0, but it's a very inflated 2-0. So go with the Tigers on the road. That is my early pick now. Uh, Kansas State over Missouri, an old an old Big 12 matchup. Go with the Wildcats on the road. Utah over Weber State. Uh, Notre Dame over Central Michigan. Georgia, South Carolina in the SEC opener for the Bulldogs. Expect big day for Brock Bowers. Go 3-0 there. Alabama, South Florida. If, and this game's in Tampa, if Alabama loses to South Florida, they are not. They are favored by 32. If, yeah, they're favored to win by 32. If they lose this one and you're Nick Saban, you need to start looking at the other quarterbacks. If Milrow has another cup two interception day or at least has a three interception day like Josh Allen did last night, you got to start looking at your backups heading into SEC play when you take on Mississippi State in your conference opener, Nick Saban. Anywho, let's finish out these preview matchups and we'll be out. Again, for College Football Tuesday, I only do the top 25. And then by Friday, I'll go through the whole menu and just pick the ones I really want to see. Oregon State, San Diego State. San Diego State took a huge whooping against UCLA which was turned out to be just a glorified recruiting trip for trip uh, for Chip Kelly. So he made Dante Moore in the Bruin offense, and I'll get to the Bruins in a second. Made a really decent San Diego State defense, really good San Diego State defense, look terrible. So is it panic time in San Diego? Ah, uh, not really. I do think they'll bounce back a little bit. They'll make DJ. DJU looked terrible for the Beavers, and maybe Oregon State will lose, and they'll come back down to earth. Oklahoma over Tulsa, North Carolina over Minnesota, Duke over Northwestern, Iowa over Western Michigan, Ohio State over Western Kentucky, Washington over Michigan State, big highlight game there. Take the Huskies on the road. Washington State over North Carolina, or Northern Colorado, sorry, UCLA over North Carolina Central, Tennessee over Florida, Ole Miss over Georgia Tech, Texas over Wyoming, Oregon over Hawaii, and believe it or not, once again, I will ride the Dion train until it starts to fall off. As much as I don't like him, I am starting to like the team that he puts on the field. I'll go with Colorado over Colorado State, the game in Boulder, so go Buffs. I'm not a complete rider of the Dion train yet, but I do want to see. I'm going to ride this thing until the wheels start to brrr, 
just like the Jets did. And yes, that was my sound of the spokes falling apart. I know tires don't actually do that anymore, at least the modern tires. But that's my spinoff of a joke. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm logging off. Thank you for listening and watching. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can listen to the show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well, or anywhere else you get this podcast. You can watch this show on Rumble.com or download the Rumble app on the Google Play or Apple App Stores. Or if you have a smart TV, download the Rumble app onto your TV and you can watch the show there. Once you do that, go search for the username A.D. Gerke. That's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have every single episode of this show. (coughs) Speaking of social media you can follow this show's facebook page which is the austin's audit podcast the instagram hashtag which is hashtag the austin's audit podcast you can follow me on x for post episode interaction at austin underscore gerke again that's at austin underscore gerke on x for post episode interaction and 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 you can also follow me on instagram at austin spamonti again that's at austin spamonti on instagram just to follow around, see what I do outside of the show. With that, I am logging off for tonight. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. Again, I am your host, Austin Gerke, and I will see you guys tomorrow.